My name is Nicholas Haskins, and over the past 40 years, I have fallen in love with creating in my kitchen. I'm not a chef, I'm just a guy who loves cooking from scratch with fresh ingredients and trying to spread some positive energy in the world. Join me on my culinary journey inside the kitchen and out as I explore the ups and downs of cooking, baking, and living. Welcome to Nikolai's Kitchen. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. It is so, so wonderful to have you here. My name is Nick Haskins, and this podcast is all about my journey of scratch-made food and positive energy inside the kitchen and out. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome. It's so, so, so amazing to have you here. It's a really great day in my kitchen because there is bread dough rising underneath a damp towel in my kitchen and I cannot wait to bake it. I'm making dinner for the first time for Rebecca's parents tonight. I am so, so excited. Rebecca, as you guys know, is so important to my life. So it's so important for me to absolutely just knock this dinner straight out of the park. I really, really can't wait. I made some herbed butter with some Kerrygold Irish butter, which is one of the reasons why one of the welcome phrases was in Irish. I stuck some garlic, some thyme, some rosemary, salt and pepper in there. I'm going to grill some ribeyes and just put a nice dollop of that over the top when they're finishing up. Make some homemade mashed potatoes, which you guys know I absolutely adore mashed potatoes. And I'm also going to be making some garlic bread out of this homemade bread that I'm making right now and grilled corn on the cob. I can't stop making it. Like I think every single week since the season premiere, I have made grilled corn, but we start off the show every single week. We try to start off with some positive thoughts. And I was looking through some different quotes that I could share. And this one just really resonated with me. It's a quote by Carol Burnett. Absolute legend. Oh, she's so amazing. When you have a dream, you've got to grab it and never let go. What do you dream about? What is your dream? Take a moment, pause the podcast if you need to, but just take a moment and just think to yourself, what is my dream? What do I want to be? Who do I want to be? What do you need to do to achieve that dream? What do you need to go through to try to reach that goal, whatever it is? For me, my dream is to deliver amazing, positive energy out there into the world, to inspire people to goodness and just to sow so much goodness and positive energy out there. Because I really want more than anything to just make a positive difference in this world. I want to touch lives and I want to make people's lives better. And I'll never let go of that dream. I want to get to my goal weight. I told you guys last week with the chocolate waffles that that was going to be the last dessert that we were going to be featuring on the show. And it will be. Because I've cut out coffee again 
I'm not having that sugar in the morning. I'm doing my best to eliminate all the other different things out of my life so I can really go hardcore on drop the sugar again and I can really kind of kickstart things back in the right direction. I really, really do and truly believe that if I keep working hard, I will get to that goal weight. I want to publish a novel. I want to see something that I write for the screen up there on the silver screen before I die. I want to love absolutely unrestrained without holding anything back and just give my absolute everything to a person. And that's what I try to give to Rebecca every single day of my life. All I want to do is make her life better in whatever way I can. All I want to do is make your lives better by listening to this. I want you to tune into this and when it's over and when that outro is finished, you've got a smile on your face. Maybe just a you know little bit of a skip to your step. And you go out there and you do your best to keep spreading positive energy out there into the world. I want to cook good food. Even when I fail, I want to come back and I want to do it again. And I want to prove to myself that I can do it. And I want to put the best plate, the most amazing plate of food in front of somebody that I ever have in my entire life. I have just been really rough on myself. And unfortunately, I have moments when I'm rough on myself where I just kind of get weak. And one of my things that I always would comfort myself with, and one of the things that always made me really unhealthy was sugar. You know, and, and I'm very, very, you know, disappointed in myself because I've had weak moments lately. Because I've had moments where I have given in and I've eaten too much or I've eaten something I shouldn't have. And I'm losing weight still, but I'm not losing it fast enough. And I know it's because I'm getting into my head and I'm getting upset with myself. And then it's forcing me to kind of prop myself up with that crutch that I always used to. That's so hard to do every day. If you're somebody who's going through that battle as well, I hear you. But we can do this. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, whether it's dieting, whether it's, you know, losing weight, whether it's just trying to make some kind of change in your life, if you're struggling with it, and if you keep falling back on your old habits, oh, I do it all the time. But what makes a difference is that you continue to go out there and you continue to try to make a difference. You continue to fight. I posted this on Facebook yesterday because I shared something that came up in my memories, but I wanted to just share it with you guys here. I wrote that believing in me is so hard sometimes. I beat myself up so much when I feel like I'm falling short of my expectations, especially my own. But I will persevere. I will never give up. Please don't ever give up. The world needs you. Tomorrow is another day. Admit your mistakes. Own who you are. Make the necessary adjustments and win. You can do this. It takes patience. It takes time. It takes hard work. 
but I promise you that if you make the right choices and keep going, you will make it. Believe in yourself because I believe in you. Even when you make the wrong choices or when you have a bad day, breathe and let it go. Make tomorrow your day. You're not broken and you're not alone. You can. You only need to believe that you can. I just wanted to share that with everybody. No matter what you're struggling with, stay the course. You can do this. You will. Seize that dream. Grab a hold of it and don't let it go. Every week on the show, I like to feature a podcaster or a podcast that makes a positive difference in this world and makes a positive difference in my life. And I have to talk to you guys about Heather Welch of Just Heathers of Sunshine and Power Cuts. She was on this show doing the Table for Two segment last season. We made those flourless chocolate muffins. Oh, what a dream those were. I cannot wait to make those again. Those were absolutely incredible. Heather Sunshine episodes especially on Sunshine and Power Cuts, we're all about reconnecting with yourself, being patient with yourself, being understanding with yourself, connecting with nature, letting go of the bad things, letting in the good things. A lot of the things that you know I learned from Heather are things that have inspired my own positivity. So a lot of this stuff that you hear when I talk about it, it's inspired by her. And I said it during that episode, and I'll say it again. She saved my life. She really, really did. But she has a lot of amazing projects going on. So go to justheathers.com. The link will be down in the show notes. Make sure you go over there and check out all of the amazing stuff she has going. She's doing a nice discussion series called Not Just Heathers, where she has a lot of the different people that she knows, connections that she's made, that she can talk to. And they're all fantastic, fantastic shows. I was actually on that during live stream for The Cure as well. So if you want to learn a little bit more about me, you can go ahead and listen to that. I'll link that in the show notes as well. But Heather, thank you. Thank you for every single thing that you do for the world. And thank you for everything that you are. You're amazing and inspiring. And I try so hard to live up to that. And I try so hard to inspire people the way that you have inspired me. Thank you. I talked about it a little bit briefly, but I made those burgers last week and I was haunted by it. Absolutely haunted by failing to grill a burger. I don't fail at the grill. That's not me. So when I went grocery shopping, I was like, what protein do I want to buy this week? Ground beef. (laughs) Like literally, it was almost instantaneous. I said, I have to do it again. I have to grill again. So I know now I'm not home with Rebecca. I'm still at my, well, my current apartment, which will no longer be where I live in a few months because I'll be moving to Ithaca. But I just have my little baby tabletop grill here that only has one burner, gas. So not exactly the same type of experiment. But I fired that bad boy up. Seasoned the burger incredibly generously with salt and pepper, also some turmeric. I gave it a good hard sear, about four and a half to five minutes per side. On the second flip over, I gave it a nice little dollop 
of that Kerrygold herbed butter that I made because I made enough to keep some for myself because, of course, I did. <laughs> I let that melt and then I topped it with cheese, killed the heat and just let it sit there in the hot grill and just kind of let the cheese melt over. So total time on the grill was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 16 minutes. I got to tell you. Perfect. Oh, it turned out it was a dream. It was so perfectly medium in the middle. Like I'm, I was just absolutely blown away. Uh, I mean, like I, and it figured this always happens. Like if I ever make something for Rebecca, like I have a London broil special, I'm going to be releasing on my Patreon. Thank you so much to all of my amazing patrons, by the way. I've got to get some content over there. I've been so slow in getting things going after live stream, but I've got to get some stuff going over there. And I've got to get those Patreon reward boxes all done and dusted. I'm going to be getting those out, I hope, by the end of June or maybe early July. But when I made London Broil for Rebecca, I think this was like our second date ever. I just grossly overcooked it. Like it just was not, it was terrible. And I felt so bad. I was like mortified. And she was so kind and so gracious. And she was just happy to be there with me. She didn't care because that's the kind of amazing person that she is. But God, I took that so hard, so hard. In fact, that like I've bought London Royal a bunch of times since then to make for myself to kind of like really, really practice those skills and like different techniques, different things that I can do with it. Just kind of trying to do different things to like make it a little bit better. And I nailed it. But I always happen to do this. If I mess something up and I serve it to her, I always feel so, so bad. Because I just want to put the best plate of food in front of her that I possibly can. But you're going to make mistakes sometimes. And you have to just let it go. There will be another burger. There will be another London broil. And I know how to cook and I know how to do these things, but sometimes circumstances go beyond your control or sometimes you can even get distracted. I certainly get distracted in the kitchen. I get distracted all the time, but it happens. Those burgers turned out incredible. So now I can't wait, just kind of armed with, with, with this idea. And I think one of the bigger differences too is I cooked this over gas which gave me a lot more control over what I wanted to do with it. So maybe that's something that I can consider next time. Like instead of doing it full heat over charcoal, especially if I'm just making dinner for the two of us, I think a much better solution would be to maybe just kind of light a little bit of charcoal, just a little bit to get a little bit of smoke going in that charcoal side and kind of let the burgers like absorb some of that smoky flavor then transfer them to gas to finish them. I really think that that is a much, much, much better idea. So I can't wait to make her a burger again, and I'm going to nail it. I really, really know I'm going to nail it. One of my favorite go-to meals, especially if you're somebody who likes to eat on a budget, this is something that you can never go wrong with, is chicken drumsticks. Wegman sells them for literally like five bucks for a giant family pack that's got like 12 drumsticks in it. That's like three meals for me. So I will chuck them into, you know, like a little Ziploc bag, just four of them. And then what I did with this one is I did some salt, pepper, ginger, turmeric. I've been focusing on ginger and turmeric. I've said that a few times, but I'm really trying to focus on increasing my liver health, both of which those really help. But I 
tossed it with some olive oil, salt, pepper, like I said, all that stuff in the bag and then grilled it for about 20 minutes at 400, 450 around there, you know, nice high heat grill. And then once they were done, cracked out that homemade birch beer barbecue sauce. Patrons, if any of you have got that birch beer barbecue sauce left, if you haven't used it all by now, grill with it. There's something about barbecue sauce to me. And, you know, you may be of the of this mind as well. But whenever I barbecue with barbecue sauce and that flame hits it and it just caramelizes those sugars in it a little bit, like as just a dipping sauce, I think it's good. I think it's good as a dipping sauce. But it's meant for the grill. It's meant to have those flames just kiss it and just caramelize those sugars just a little bit. And it really, really brings out the flavor of that onion, that garlic, that pepper in there. And then you still get that just linger of that birch beer extract that I used in there. And you kind of get like a little smell of birch beer, which smells so amazing. And then, oh, I love grilling chicken drumsticks. I can't 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 tell you how much i love them but like i said it's like a two dollar meal you know you throw together like a quick vegetable like just like a corn or something like that and i mean you're you maybe like a three dollar plate super super simple super super easy to focus on and you know my son's a vegetarian so you know when i'm here when i'm just here cooking by myself like i only have to cook for me so it's a super small portion it's a super simple thing just easy peasy done I'm so excited for this weekend because I get to meet Rebecca's parents for the first time, like I said earlier, and I get to make them dinner. And Rebecca has drummed on and on about my food to them. I'm friends with her mom on Facebook, and she's seen a lot of the stuff that I've posted. And, you know, I I think that they are probably pretty excited to try my food as well. I'm just, I can't wait. Uh, this is, you know, I you know, it's one of the more important plates I've ever put together. So this one, I'm even more like focused on just making something that is so, so, so amazing. I really, really can't wait to meet them. I'm going to take a moment here, fade up the music. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about Buffalo chicken dip. I can't wait to talk about my Buffalo chicken dip because I'm so, so proud of it. And I feel like when people make buffalo chicken dip, they kind of maybe cut corners is the wrong word, but a lot of people that I know or a lot of recipes that I've seen just chuck whole chicken breasts into boiling water and just boil them until they're done. But you're not even close to unlocking the potential of this dish if you're just doing that. I'm going to break down my full recipe right after this. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. You're amazing. Thank you so much for just taking the time to plug this into your ears and give me a listen. Thank you for making me part of your day today. 
I want to have a big shout out to TA underscore account and to Sasuke179, two brand new Apple Podcast reviews that I've gotten, five-star reviews. Thank you so, so much for your amazingly kind words. TA account said, I've been a big fan of Nick for a long time. I feel like he's reached his top moments in this show. Positivity and good food, so in. Plus, his efforts with Livestream for the Cure are inspiring. He's a solid dude who won't let you down. Subscribe now. Thank you so, so much. And Sasuke179 said, Nick is an incredibly kind soul dedicated to making the world a better place. Thank you so, so much. That means so much to me. If you want to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, the link is down in the show notes. And keep in mind, anyone that leaves me a review between now and when I release the VIP rewards box for patrons, you're going to be entered to win my homemade Speedy Marinade. Speedy Marinade, which I'm going to be talking about in just a moment. So please get over there. If you're enjoying the show, it does really help me grow. It's the way that I'm going to get to more ears. It's the way that I'm going to reach more people. Please, please, please help me out. Click the link and leave a quick rating and review. I also sad to report that I got my first one-star review over there. Well, it wasn't a review. It was just a rating. There was no review. So it sounds like I wasn't somebody's cup of tea. And I wanted to be upset about it at first, but it's okay. Because not everything is for everyone. And I don't know what episode they might have listened to or exactly what it might have been. But I got a one-star review. But that's okay because nothing, nothing in life is perfect. But you guys can help me offset it if you head over there and give me a five-star review. Now I want to talk about Buffalo chicken dip. This, so I'd never had Buffalo chicken dip until I started working at my current job. And it was a work party. And it's one of those things I feel like with work parties, everybody brings in a crockpot of Buffalo chicken dip. And there's usually somebody in the uh, in the department in the office who makes it the best everybody loves their buffalo chicken dip and that was my first experience with it uh you know it was one woman that brought in buffalo chicken dip and every time i ate it i was like this is so good like you have to tell me how you make this so she was good enough to scrawl out a quick recipe for me and gave me the instructions. And when I started reading through the recipe and I started looking at the instructions, like my brain immediately ground to a screeching halt when I read boil the chicken breasts. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't get it. I don't, um, I, I don't get it. You can do so, so, so many different things. Chicken's so versatile. Why would you just boil it and just take basically flavorless boiled chicken and then shred that down into buffalo chicken dip? So my buffalo chicken dip does not use boiled chicken. It also doesn't use ranch dressing or blue cheese dressing. I know some people make it with one. Some people make it with the other. Kind of depends on your flavor. But I don't make it with either because I'm not a big fan of dressing. A lot of salad dressings are really, really bad for you, actually. If you look at the label, like the amount of fats and especially in some of them, sugar. There's so much sugar in some salad dressing, it's absurd. So I would rather make mine from fresh ingredients 
then I know what I'm putting in there. And start it out by treating your chicken right. Let me tell you what you guys are going to need to make my version of buffalo chicken dip. I promise you it's more work. Now, I will de definitely state that out front. It's more work. But it is so worth it. Please give it a try. You're going to need four chicken breasts filleted. You need two eight-ounce packages of one-third fat cream cheese. I have talked about this on the show many times. I will continue to do so at every opportunity. Never, never, never buy fat-free cream cheese. If you ever want to know why, look at regular or one-third fat cream cheese and compare the ingredients in it to fat-free cream cheese. Fat-free cream cheese has like 20 times as many ingredients. It's absurd how many ingredients are in it. Don't do it. You're going to need 16 ounces of fresh shredded cheddar cheese. Don't buy the prepackaged stuff. Get a block of cheese and shred it yourself because cheese is coated with either cornstarch or flour to keep it from sticking together. And you'll have that when you make this. It's the same way when you make macaroni and cheese. You want to always shred your own cheese fresh because your cheese sauce can get kind of gritty when that happens. You need two to four ounces of fresh crumbled blue cheese. Now, this depends on your preference, how much you like blue cheese. You need 5.3 ounces, so one small container of plain Greek yogurt. This is kind of to, because I don't put dressing in this, but I still want to kind of try to accentuate and add to the creaminess in this, I thought about adding plain Greek yogurt, which is such a versatile thing. You can make so many things with plain Greek yogurt. It's absolutely amazing. One large onion sliced thin. You need 15 to 25 cloves of garlic, roughly chopped, a stick of unsalted butter, two cups of red hot. You can add other hot sauces here if you want something with a little bit more heat. For live stream for the cure, I actually made this with Hot Ones The Last Dab, which is their final hot sauce and like their 10 sauce gauntlet for their interview show. And yeah, it's pretty hot. It's like 2.3 million Scoville or something like that. I can't remember the exact number, but oh, uh, it's actually, I mean, it's hot, but it's really, really good. Really, really good for, for a hot sauce that hot. I don't think I've ever had a hot sauce that hot that was that flavorful. You need four tablespoons of dark brown sugar, a half a cup of white wine, salt and pepper, and a tablespoon of fresh chopped sage. So I did make instructions for making this either in the crock pot or in the oven. So it kind of depends on whatever you want to do. If you want to make this for a party and you want to have it in a crock pot, you can kind of prepare everything ahead of time, chuck it into the crock pot and then take it to the party, you know, a few hours early or, you know, turn on the crock pot on low for a few hours before the party and just kind of mix everything together, stir everything until it's well combined and nice and hot and bubbly. So to start preparing this, you're actually going to fillet and marinate your chicken breast about three to four days ahead of time. I always like to do grilled marinated chicken in my buffalo chicken dip, and that's where my speedy marinade comes in. I always let my speedy sit for at least three to five days, three days if I'm rushing it. But I usually like to leave it in there for four, maybe even five days. All right. Then once it's prep day, you're going to take your cream cheese out, let it come to room temperature. You're going to grill or sear your fillets over mid-high heat or on a grill at about 400 degrees, four to six minutes per side. If they don't get cooked all the way through, if they're particularly thick fillets, that's okay. They're going to finish in the dip, so you don't need to worry about finishing them now, okay? Once you're done searing them, take them off the heat and let them rest on a platter for about 10 minutes. Let them cool down and make sure you save all the juice that accumulates on the plate too because it's so much flavor in there. 
You're going to add your cream cheese, cheddar cheese, blue cheese, and the yogurt to a large baking dish if you're baking this or to your crock pot. You're going to heat a large skillet to medium heat and then just drizzle a little bit of olive oil in there. Saute your onions in there for a few minutes. Add a little bit of a sprinkle of salt. Once they start to sweat out, add some white wine in there and two tablespoons of brown sugar. Cover it and reduce it to low. And just let them saute and soften for 20 to 25 minutes. You really want those sugars in there to caramelize for them to get nice, like golden brown color. Super, super soft and amazing. You're going to take the cover off, return the heat up to medium, and then you're going to add the garlic and sage. You only need to cook it for about a minute to kind of perfume it. Start bringing those aromas and those oils out of those. Keep stirring this so it doesn't burn. You're going to remove the pan from the heat for just a minute and then reduce the heat down to mid-low. Once the pan is cooled down to the level of the burner, stick the pan back on there and add the butter. You're going to melt the butter over mid-low, stirring it continuously with your onion and all that mixture. Once it's melted, add your red hot and the rest of your brown sugar and let it simmer and come together for just a few minutes. You don't really want it to break here. You just kind of want it to stay super, super creamy. So now is when you're going to preheat your oven to 375 if you're baking this or turn your crock pot on low. Now, what I like to do if you have barbecue forks to shred chicken, I actually, you know, Rebecca's parents got us like a nice little barbecue kit when we got the grill and it came with these just Wolverine claws basically that you could use to shred meat. I can't wait to use them. But usually the chicken's cool enough by this point. I just grab it with my hands and just rip it apart. If you want to grab some forks and go at it, whatever you want to do. Shred the chicken and then chuck it into your baking dish or the crock pot and make sure, you're, again, you pour in all of those juices. Pour your hot sauce mixture into the baking dish or the crock pot and stir everything up until it's very well combined. The crock pot is going to take anywhere between, say, three to four hours on low. You're going to want to check it periodically and just stir it a couple of times. It's going to get super creamy, super hot, and super bubbly. But if you just let it sit and you don't stir it, all of the like milk fats and cheeses and everything in there, it can burn. So make sure that you're stirring it a few times. If you're doing this in the oven, you're going to bake it at about 375 degrees for between 35 and 40 minutes, again, until it's super creamy, hot, and bubbly. You're going to bake it covered as well. And that's it. That is my buffalo chicken dip done and dusted. And what I love about it is you've got the flavor of the marinade from the chicken from whenever you started that process the taste of that grilled chicken flavor in there. But then you've got your mixture of creamy cheeses. You're getting a little protein boost from the Greek yogurt. You've got that tanginess, that nuttiness of that blue cheese. And then you've got the sweetness. Maybe you're even getting a little bit of a floral element from that white wine, the sweetness of the onion, that bite from that garlic, that little bit of a bite. And just that heat, the great heat from that red hot. This dish, what I'm talking about here is layers of flavor. And that's probably like just becoming something of a theme for this season. And it's something when I did the restaurant way back in the day, this podcast used to be something else way back in the day, a long time ago. But when I did the restaurant, one of the biggest things that I discovered then and that I've loved ever since was reductions, reducing things and making like, you know, a nice thick, drizzle or whatever for the food that you're making. And 
I really, really feel like in this season of this show especially, but I know I've talked about it in season one as well, as layers of flavor. You're getting so many different things in every bite of this buffalo chicken dip. So don't shortchange yourself. I know it's super easy to just chuck the chicken breasts in water and then just, you know, chuck some red hot and cheese and the chicken and cream cheese and all that stuff together, mix it, bake, done. And I get it. And if that's what you prefer, that's okay. But if you have the time and you want to get a little bit adventurous and you want to see what buffalo chicken dip can be, try my recipe. Try my recipe or some variation thereof. And the reason why I just kind of leave it open-ended when I say marinades is I've even gone without marinating it. Like just salt pepper and just do a good sear on it. Get that sear, that brown color. Brown food tastes good. Thank you, Ann Burrell. Get that sear on there. Get that extra flavor developed in there because you're only going to be adding to the experience of this. And that is going to do it for another episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. I love your beautiful faces so, so much. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to download this episode today. Whenever you're listening to this, if it's the day of release or five years from the day of release, whatever the case may be, you're amazing. And I appreciate you so, so, so much. Find the show everywhere on social media at Nikolai's Kitchen. Make sure head down into the show notes and click the link for the Facebook community, the dining room. I'm really trying to get that thing more active, get more people posting things over there. And if you love a good ribeye, I actually need your help. There's a pinned post in the announcements down there. Go in there, answer that post, and let me know what you think. Next week on the show, haven't decided what I'm breaking down yet because I'm actually recording this one a little bit early. My recording schedule is a little bit wonky right now because I am just absolutely inundated with everything going on right now. But I can't wait to be back next week. I can't wait to be back every single week. And I think I'm going to try to get a quick bite out within the next couple of weeks as well. I've got a few different things in the pipe that I can kind of shoot out there into a quick bite and, 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 you know, just get you guys a really, really quick recipe. Make sure you check the show notes for this episode, for all the links I talked about for Heather, as well as the full recipe breakdown, the ingredients and the instructions for my Buffalo chicken dip. It's all in the show notes. And I still have to go back and get season one done retroactively. I just haven't had an opportunity just yet. I love you so, so much. Go out there today and crush it. I hope that you have such an amazing and beautiful day. You are so incredible. Thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Mm-hmm.